Hello? Schmidt Talks? Spill it. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Talkin' Schmidt. I hope you guys are well during this time. Um, I'm happy to say that finally I'm with my friends again, and it's literally been two months. I haven't seen anyone since before Christmas time, so it's been quite a while. And guess who is on today's podcast? It is yet again, Chloe Kubrick. (laughs) Here she is, everyone. So nice to be back. Um, Now that we're able to hang out and stuff, I'm excited for today's topic. It's going to be a lighthearted and fun one. Yeah, it's going to be a bit more, uh, it's going to be a bit different from past episodes just because in other ones we were talking about um, some more deep talks, but this time we're going to be rating some things. We're going to be talking about more lighthearted topics, some sort of, um, yeah, just it's going to be a bit more chill. We're just going to kickstart this off with some advice. So um, for those of you who don't know, I posted on my story and I got a lot of feedback from it, which was really interesting to read. And there's a lot of questions on there. So um, we're going to get right into it. Chloe and I are going to answer some questions about, uh, you know, advice and lifestyle topics that people sent in. So first and foremost, um, something that we got in was (laughs) advice on women and how to keep them happy. And I think that's a very good topic. Honestly, I think that's a great topic. Chloe, you want to start it off? Um, So for this, I would just say like, I'm assuming this is coming from a dating perspective. Like if you're in a relationship with a woman and you want to keep her happy, I feel like, you know, people tend to think women are very complicated for some reason, but like I might be biased because I am a woman, but I feel like it's no different than just keeping anyone happy in my opinion. Like, of course, there are some specific things that tend to be more of a trend when it comes to women versus men. But I think like if you treat a woman with respect, you show her attention, you just like do like I feel like the bar is so low these days that people think like oh my god he opened the door for me like this must mean that I'm like he's the greatest guy ever and he's keeping me happy like no like that should be kind of the bare minimum in my opinion I think that you should like treat someone with respect but also if you're romantically involved with them why not go above and beyond just in general to make them happy it doesn't need to be specifically tailored to like a feminine side of things if you're like telling someone you love them they look nice or maybe like just give them a compliment here and there about their personality like you're so funny you're so fun to be around like I want to say that like women like these things because I do but I just think people in general like these things and people in general should be treated with respect and care and affection and attention if that makes sense obviously you're trying to be you're 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 wanting to be a genuine and nice person all the time but um when it comes to treating women with respect um there's obviously still of course some issues out there um to do with you know with women and women's rights even though we're in 2022 there's still some issues but honestly keep your lady happy you don't have to do anything super extreme like you don't have to like buy her a car or buy her a trip. I mean, I mean, that's nice, but like you don't need to be super extravagant. Like just the little things really count. Um, I'm trying to think of an example like, okay, so let's just say like I'm having a crappy day or something and 
my boyfriend gets me a Starbucks drink and like a treat or something. He he stops by and gives me that because he knows I've been having a shitty day. Like that means a lot to me, even though it's like it's nothing like extravagant, but it just means a lot. It's like the little gestures that count and, you know, them remembering what exactly you like as well. Like, I think that's very meaningful. But yeah, in the end, um, guys, girls, whoever you are, <laughs> just remember like it's the little things that count and uh, remember what they like because it's super meaningful, I think. To add to that, I would just say like, you know, I think sometimes people start to get too specific. Like they're like, oh my gosh, like she, maybe it's your first girlfriend, right? And maybe this person's thinking like, oh my gosh, she's my first girlfriend. What do girls like? What are they like? What makes them fulfilled? What makes them happy? It's like, well, just tailor it more to the person you're dating, whether they're a guy or a girl or whatever, like just tailor it to, to their personality and like their needs, their wants. Like if you know that someone you're dating like Starbucks, like your example, you know, maybe one day when they're running late, go and go and grab them a coffee if you can. Or if you know that someone is really into some specific type of music, maybe you can make a playlist for them. Or maybe you can listen to one of their favorite songs and tell them what you think. Like those little things don't need to be gender specific is what I mean. And I think that like, it's just respect and genuine love in general. And I don't think there's one answer to this because um, obviously there's different things that make everyone happy. Like what makes me happy can be completely different um, compared to Chloe. So it really depends. So don't just go into it thinking like, oh, I, I need to make this person happy because this this makes someone else happy. Like that's not what you should be thinking. Okay, uh, next question. How do you maintain a long lasting friendship? Well, Great question. Okay, so I will say that the two people that I'm here with in this room, I've known them all throughout high school. Like I met both of them in grade nine and then we've been friends ever since. And then, um, you know, some people like, I, I, well, actually, well, Ava Grant is my other really longtime friend. Like I met her in grade one. So she's like my longest friend, I'd say. But um, in terms of maintaining a long lasting friendship, I'm going to try to sum this up here. Be there for each other always, no matter what the situation is. You could be like they could they could do something that annoys you or, you know, they, they might have disappointed you one time. But in the end, you do have to realize that no matter what, um, if it's a good friendship and you know how much that person means to you, keep them in your thoughts and just make sure that you're always there for them because you never know what's going on in their lives. Like they could be, you know, maybe they're, they're a bit upset and angry and they're, they're not acting the best way, but that doesn't necessarily have to do with you. It could be something to do with their mental health, family, health in general. So keep that in mind too. Don't automatically think, oh, they're being a bitch. Like, you know, you have to kind of, I don't want to say always give people the benefit of the doubt, but especially with your close friends, you should know them enough to recognize when they might be going through like a rough patch. So I think you should keep that in mind when, um, if you're going through a tiff with them or something. Yeah. Um, I think that keeping people like, you, you know, there's only like so many hours that you might speak to that person throughout the day and you don't know what's going on. Everyone talks about, what they want to talk about and there's always stuff going on behind the scenes so I definitely agree with that but I also think another tip for a long-lasting relationship or friend is it friendship sorry 
uh, yeah, friendships. Another tip for um, long lasting friendships, I guess, would be to be happy for each other when the um, other person succeeds and also be there for them when they're at their downfalls because I think sometimes people tend to get wrapped up in their own lives and only focus on themselves and maybe like forget that you do need to like nourish your friendships and stuff so like when for example if you're starting a new job like if you're like really distracted with that and you're kind of caught up in your own your own life that other person might be going through um a really great time as well maybe they just got a new job or maybe they just like got into a new relationship or something and they want to share that with you I feel like keeping up with each other's success and uh, kind of congratulating each other for that but also not getting too caught up in your own self that you forget that that might that other person might want someone to talk to you about those things but also might want someone to talk to you about bad things that's going on if that makes sense like keeping up to date with each other's lives and just knowing what's up I feel like another good tip would be to like know when you're growing apart but not try to make that such like a big deal you know some friendships do last but I also don't think there's any point in forcing a friendship to last when you can tell that you're just not as compatible anymore not in a sense where like there's anything wrong but like maybe you're not interested in the same things anymore or like maybe um you guys are just like very different points in your life where like maybe this person is in school and they're really focused on that and someone else is already working full-time and you're just on completely different wavelengths maybe this person loves to go out but you're kind of more in the mental headspace where you're like I just kind of want to be by myself and have nights in like I don't think you need to force anything I think you kind of need to just like watch each other see where you're at in life obviously communicate see if you guys still vibe but no matter what happens I think that like some friendships are meant to kind of be outgrown in a respectful and loving way doesn't mean that you guys can't be friends it just might mean that you guys are a little bit more distant I don't know yeah those are my tips but definitely very thankful for the friendships that have lasted me throughout the years because those are just like unmatched quickly gonna add on to this I I think that it's it's part of maturing when you it sounds sad, but like when you lose friends, it is kind of part of growing up and the maturing process. Um, if you don't expect that you will lose friends along the way, then that's going to be a bit of a rude wake up call. I feel uh, there's definitely friends that I've lost in the past and sometimes it was for the better. So um, the people that I'm with right now, I'm very happy with that they're in my life and they obviously make me very happy. So yeah, that's that's kind of uh, our advice about maintaining long-lasting friendships. We can always go more into that in another episode. Next question we got, and this is oddly specific, but kind of makes sense at the same time. So some advice on boys ages 16 to 25. I mean, that's that's like in our age group because like me and my friends were all 20, 22, 23. So we can definitely answer this. Um, to my sisters who are like 17, 18 guys, you, you still have some time to go. Unfortunately, um, I love you, but the guys your age sometimes, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I know that there's some issues there. So, um, and trust me, I've dealt with them. My friends have dealt with them. And what I will say is just continue growing yourself and being happy with yourself and be happy on your own and I know that sounds cheesy but like it's very true like you don't want to go into a relationship like 
unhappy with yourself. You want to be happy with yourself before pursuing anything, I think. And, you know, you still have some time to grow as a person. Like even us at our age, you know, we're still quite young. We still have growing to do. And um, there's no rush into anything at all. So don't constantly be looking for relationship. And that was my mistake at age, like, honestly, from grade nine to 12, like, you know, there's no need for, to constantly be looking for relationship. You should just be happy on your own. And unfortunately, there's some immature people out there and you may be on a whole other platform. Like you may be the most mature person your age. And unfortunately, everyone else needs to do some catching up. So uh, take everything day by day and, you know, just just be happy with yourself. Be happy being single. Yeah. For this one, I'd say 16 to 25 is like a crazy age range because at 16, you're like, like, I'm, I wouldn't say freshly a teenager, but you're in your young teens and then 25 is like, like not old by any means, but like you're at a different part of your life. So um, for this one, I would say kind of just like let things happen organically with boys because realistically someone could be like the most mature person ever at 16 and the most immature person ever at 25 if that makes sense it depends on the person like just because someone's 25 doesn't necessarily mean they're going to treat you better or want a relationship with you than someone at 16 because you don't know who those people are individually so just make sure that you're talking to the right people with the same values and like the same mindset also think about where you're meeting this person like if you're meeting this person on tinder that's not to say there's anything wrong with Tinder or that there's that that person's not going to want to take you seriously. But, you know, like a lot of the time people I feel like I don't know, but maybe people on dating apps are more in the sense where it's like, oh, like I'm young. I want to have fun. I want to meet a bunch of people. I want to talk to a bunch of girls. But if you're meeting someone maybe like at work or at school, like maybe they're that's a more organic way to meet someone. And you can kind of like test the waters and see if that person has the same morals values like lifestyle maybe get to know them in class or at work or something and then you can kind of gauge from there but yeah I wouldn't definitely generalize people from ages 16 to 25 because it's just such a such a big age range it's such an interesting question I feel like that's oddly specific yeah you're right like 16's quite young 25's again not old but like you know you're you're mid-20s I guess but it's very true people could be opposite like mature at 16 immature at 25 it depends so Chloe, how do we balance numerous different things in our lives and not get overwhelmed? Okay, so I'm still navigating through this as we speak. So I I won't say that I completely have the like magic formula for this. But what I will say is that it certainly doesn't help to procrastinate. And it also doesn't help to like organize your life. I find organizing everything out for me helps a lot whether that be making lists or just writing stuff on my calendar that way I can see everything right in front of me Um, and just making sure I prioritize things that just that really helps me out a lot if I go through it blindly like for me personally I don't know it just does not help me and that's how I get more stressed and overwhelmed but um, yeah, there's no magic formula to this. Again, everyone's different and everyone deals with stress in their own ways. I mean, that's my advice. I just p- 
plan everything out uh, day by day. You don't have to plan anything too far in advance or whatever. Just take it day by day with a grain of salt um, and don't try to complete too many things in one day. If you feel like you need a break, take that break. You don't have to be super man or super woman. So um, yeah, that's, that's my advice. Yeah. I was going to say like, don't expect to get everything done. If you have like a million things on your list, I definitely wouldn't like put so much pressure on yourself to complete all of that. And like just a matter of days, because then you end up getting frustrated with yourself. Like I find that sometimes when I have so many things on my to-do list, I just like expect that I'm going to be able to get everything done and create a very unrealistic schedule for myself. Like get up at this time, complete these three things, take a break, then do this. Like that's just not realistic sometimes. So what I would say is prioritize the things that are the most important. So like if you know, for example, that you need to complete this paper, but then at the same time, you also want to go and get yourself some new clothes and maybe on the side, you also want to go hang out with a friend. That's not to say that you shouldn't prioritize the other two, but if you know you absolutely need to get something done for a deadline, maybe kind of like give yourself the chunk of day to just do that. And if you have time left over, you can go get yourself the nice clothes. Or like maybe if you really know that for your mental health, you need to go see your friend, maybe plan to do the shopping on a different day so that you can get those things done. Like I think just organizing it, like you said, Hannah, in a realistic way helps a lot. And kind of just like, going through each task at a reasonable pace because you don't want to rush everything either because then you just don't get things done so yeah moving on now honestly I don't know who asked me this and I don't know why they did because I'm not the right person to answer this but financial advice (laughs) like if I'm being quite honest with you again still navigating through this um everything's so bloody expensive nowadays so I'd say I mean trying to save money as best as we can like that like I know everyone's trying to the best that we possibly can obviously there's some bills to pay and whatnot but you know and okay this is hard because you also want to be able to treat yourself as well like not every day but there's a healthy balance to be able to treat yourself like you don't want to spend absolutely no money on yourself like that's that's not the way to live like you're on this earth for a reason you obviously want to have a great life and you want to do some fun things so of course you can be able to splurge every once in a while but you have to have that healthy balance. So don't be splurging money like every single week. Like don't be spending ridiculous amounts of money when you know you can't really afford that. So definitely be smart. I know budget tracking is huge. I don't do that. Like honestly, I don't do that. I just try not to spend money, but I know that helps some people. Um, and just, yeah, just, I don't know, like maintaining your finances. Like I, I treat myself though, for sure. Like I'll order in, I'll, I'll go to Starbucks every once in a while, I'll online shop. But then again, I know when I need to kind of chill. Like if I know a bill is coming up and I have to make sure that I have to save that, or save up, like save for that, then I'll make sure not to spend too much money beforehand, that kind of thing. Also, I feel like COVID's um, kind of helped with that situation a little bit just because there hasn't really been a reason for me to spend money. Soon we're going to be trying to buy a place and move out. Um, so that's a whole other situation on its own. As everyone knows, the housing market is whack. So got to save up for that. So I don't know, just, I'm not the best person to answer this, but budget tracking, just being smart overall with your money. 
that's the most I can say. Yeah, um, I'm definitely still trying to navigate this as well. But like Hannah said, just keeping track of your spendings, like maybe when you are buying things online, I know it's very easy to get carried away with that. Maybe like make a note, like a mental note of what you have been spending and how much and kind of like go back to it every single time like you feel an urge to buy something and kind of be like, oh, no, you know what? I treated myself with this this month and this was this amount. So maybe next month when I save more, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like people tend to like kind of spiral into that. And like I heard this somewhere, I forget where, but um, someone or like I saw this somewhere where someone said it's always good to live below your means. Like if you are always kind of being like, well, I have this money, so I may as well spend it. You may not be saving as much as if you were like, you know what, like I can afford this. But like for now, I'm actually going to save up and spend it later because then like you're accumulating more and then by then you won't feel as guilty buying whatever it is that you want to buy later on when you've kind of like quote unquote lived below your means so that you're not stressing out and like, like, you know, making like purchases that are going to keep you on edge, if that makes sense. And I get it, guys. Like it's very exciting to get your first career job, like your first full-time job, but that doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, I can just spend all the money in the world right now. Um, Unfortunately, that's not how life works, I wish, but uh, you still have to, you know, be careful with your money. So speaking of work, um, so the last question that we're going to answer today is, how to get that smooth transition from school life, so being a full-time student to um to work life so like a typical nine to five job that's a honestly a really good question and there's not one answer to that but um think of it this way everyone's kind of navigating through that process at the same time everyone that you went to school with um you know, all your friends were kind of all the same age, like we're, we're somewhat going through the same thing and everyone has their own speeds as well. So you have to keep that in mind, but, um, be there for each other. You can always talk to your friends and you have your family too, to help you navigate through that. Plus, uh, professors as well. Like sometimes they can help you out, but, um, honestly, you do have to remember that you have such a great skill set, and you know what you can offer to the world and to employers. So don't think down on yourself and don't feel not like don't not feel confident about yourself because as a person individually, you obviously have something very special to offer and just go into it with your head up and be confident. Um, you know, you've just learning through life itself, you, you, you develop a lot of skills. So, um, I don't know, this is kind of a hard question, but you know, you'll get something eventually you really will. I know right now it's kind of hard job hunting. Um, there may not be too many opportunities due to the pandemic. And I know that's, that's awful and it, it can be stressful, but in the end, just be positive, have that open mindset and don't be picky. That's actually a really big thing. Don't be picky. Don't think I, I only want this kind of job. I only want to work here and only in this career. Be open-minded because you never know what you can find, honestly. Like, and even if that means you have to move away or something, it, it depends on the person. But biggest advice, I guess, just don't be picky when it comes to the job world. Yeah, that's all really good. 
Um, I'm just looking at the question to think if I have anything to add. Yeah. I feel like just knowing what you're good at too. Like if you know that in um, school you are really good at writing, for example, use that to get you far in the the work field, I guess. Like if you're really, really good at um, telling a story or writing, maybe like look into jobs with journalism. Like I wouldn't necessarily try and like go for something that you know you're not interested in or you know that you're not good at so like for example I'm not very good at math so I probably shouldn't go and like apply for a job that's going to have to use a lot of math because a will I succeed I'm not sure because I know that I don't have a good foundation in that and b um, I probably wouldn't enjoy it. So then I would find the transition from school to work way more difficult than as than as if I were to like go into something where I would have to use a lot of communication skills. Like, you know, like for my job right now, I have to talk to people on a day-to-day basis and I think I have pretty good communication skills. I'm an outgoing person. I'm pretty good at conversation. I'm a very like interpersonal person. So realistically, I know that I'm going to have an easier transition going from school life to work life in that sense because I'm doing something that makes me comfortable and happy yeah just in the end focus on your passion and then also something that you know that you're good at because that will definitely help you don't want to go in a field that you're shit at so mm-hmm. <laughs> like anyway okay so Q&A part is over um, definitely we can do something like this again but right now we're switching over to something a little more fun and interactive so yet again Post on my Instagram story asking people um, what they think is overrated and underrated. And Chloe and I are going to answer in our honest opinion what we think is overrated overrated and underrated that people sent. Oh, yes. Okay. This is going to be fun. And re- this will be kind of spitfire. We won't go too, too much into it. We'll add a little bit here and there. But, um, okay, first things first. New Year's Eve. I'm sorry, but so many people have told me that they think New Year's Eve is overrated. And like, I definitely respect, guys, your opinion. But I don't know why. Something about New Year's Eve. And I have a feeling, Anna, like you're going to disagree, which is like great because like we can hear both both perspectives. I think New Year's Eve is actually the best holiday because I know that it's cheesy. I don't want to be like that person that says, oh, it's just like a chance to start fresh. But realistically, like, why wouldn't you just take advantage of a new year to, like, put everything negative behind you and go in with a fresh mindset? I am aware. Nothing is changing. We are living another day and it's just the date that is changing. However, what, like, why do we need to make something so negative about something positive? Like, if New Year's resolutions are a positive thing, why do people have to take that and be like, oh, my God, it's so, like, this and that. Like, it's so overrated. Everyone, if it, okay, like, you know what? Like, let's just be positive. Let's put the negativity behind behind us also dude like new year's eve is your one excuse to get super glammed up like super sparkly i mean if like you're into that stuff like i'm a very girly girl so it's right up my alley but like i don't know it's just such good vibes guys but that's just my opinion i know some people think it's terribly overrated so i'm open to that opinion as well okay so i think new year's is um i think it is like really fun it can be like a whole do-over sort of thing I think the reason why I'm going to say it's overrated is because I feel genuinely for the past three years that I've done stuff for New Year's, it's been like a little bit of a disappointment. So um, not to say like, like, I don't know, I just, I would get so hyped up before and then then it would just be kind of like more just, 
I don't know, just a bit too overhyped at the beginning. So I, not to say that I didn't have fun because I did, but I don't know, for some reason I just felt like it was overhyped and then it didn't, I don't know, translate into something like epic. I, I don't know. So that's like my take from New Year's, but I still think it can be a fun time and I still think it's, you know, um, uh, this could be cheesy, but I do think it's like a reason to make some resolutions and to try things that are new and be a better person, all that stuff, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Oh my God, this is jokes. Okay. Aritzia <laughs> in general. Okay. So we're, we're not even going to talk about specific things at Aritzia. We're just talking in general. This is hard. I love Aritzia. I think the prices are overrated the clothes are not overrated I love the clothes I don't know how to I don't I don't know how to explain this like like maybe maybe it's maybe if I were to lean more towards one okay maybe overrated but I like it so much so I don't know it's so hard I think that yeah okay I think that there's certain items from Aritzia that are not overrated and that they're worth the hype and the money about. For example, the bodysuits, in my opinion, the Molina pants, like just like some items I think are just unmatched. And like you, unless there's like an exact, exact dupe of it, like you can't really like get the same quality. You know what I mean? However, I do think, and this is just my personal opinion, that for like everyday wear, it might be a little bit overrated because you could find the same items, maybe, dare I say, even cuter elsewhere for a cheaper price. Um, f- so, for example, like hoodies or sweatpants, you know, like I have hoodies and okay, my friends are laughing at me. I have hoodies and sweatpants from other places that do me well, <laughs> but, um, you know, and they're not like tarnishing. They're not like going to like waste. It's not like I wear them a few times and they they're just like terrible after like they they last me a while and they're cute and they're like half the price price of Aritzia I do have those items that um in the same like kind of thing like hoodies and sweatpants from Aritzia and they're also great they are I guess worth some hype but I I don't know I'm gonna have to leave toward can I speak I'm going to have to lead towards overrated as a whole but certain items, absolutely not. Certain items I will only buy from Maritzia. All right, next up. Friday Nights in Underrated because yes. I literally am now a homebody. I, yeah, going out's fun and all, but honestly, I really do enjoy Friday Nights in now, even if the, if it, even if the pandemic was magically all gone by tomorrow. Honestly, I'd still stay in because I just couldn't, couldn't bother anymore I feel like it's so like it's like you time you can completely just chill with like your friends or you know your significant other your family whoever it may be or just like by yourself completely it's just so underrated I feel like it's just such a good relaxing time not to feel worried or stressed about spending spending money to go out and getting ready like just having that time after a long week to just completely chill and relax honestly I hate when like you just know in your gut that you should stay home but like other people convince you that you're gonna like waste your time staying home so you decide to go out and then while you're out you're like 
are you kidding? Like I would way rather just be at my house right now by myself, eating food, chilling, maybe reading a book, maybe watching YouTube, maybe talking to a friend on the phone. Like I actually hate that. And like knowing that you spent money too, and you're like this whole time I could have just been by myself at home. Obviously there's some nights where like it's definitely worth it to go out but I think that if you're having that gut feeling and you're like "Eh, I just have better a better time at home tonight doing me then you should listen to it and you know life's too short to be doing things for other people that you just don't want to do. There's definitely been some regrets of going out at some nights which I wish I could take back but it's fine. All right. God. Um, The Kardashians. overrated because okay respect for them like being rich and everything (laughs) they were rich from they were rich from the beginning but I mean like respect for Kylie and her Kylie cosmetics and Kim with whatever she does and I don't know what they all do at this point but Kendall with her modeling all great but definitely overrated because oh my god people are gonna come for me I'm just going to say this, that they already started off quite well off. So it probably was a bit easier for them to, you know, make these great brands and businesses and whatnot. Again, no hate, like respect for them. Like they're making banks. So good for you. I do not. I'm sorry. This is going to sound so cringy. I don't keep up with the Kardashians. So like I wouldn't know. Like I swear to God, the other day we were at Sierra's house, Hannah, and she was playing it. And I was like, this is going to sound very embarrassing, but like, who, who are some of these people? Like, like who, like genuinely, who are some of these people? Because other than like Kylie, Kim and Kendall, I cannot recognize any of them. Even like the, um, like the, some of the Jenners, like I, I'm sorry, I sound really dumb right now saying this. Cause I just don't know. And I don't care in the most respectful way possible. Um, like you said, like, obviously they're doing well for themselves. So good job, respects. I think that like Kendall is a great model. She's beautiful. And I think like I like, you know, I, I like Kylie Cosmetics. So like, you know, I know my fair share, I guess. But other than that, I don't know. And I just don't care. Overrated to me too. Moving on. The Gap and Old Navy. That shit is underrated. And I will tell you why. No, listen. <laughs> this is where you get your basics from. This is where you get your hoodies from. This is where you get your sandals from, your hats, you know, honestly, just your basics. Now, I won't be getting my shirts from there. I won't be getting my jeans from there. But, you know, like some super basic, like a hoodie, you know, why spend $100 at some high-end store when you could spend like $15, $20 on a very well-made hoodie from the Gap or Old Navy or whatever it may be? Uh, yeah, I'd say underrated for sure. Like, I don't have much to say, to say about this other than the fact that, like, that sounded so weird right there. I, I don't have much to say about this other than the fact that, yeah, the basics, I feel like I have very, very, I haven't bought something from there in a while, like, specifically the Gap or Old Navy. But I will say that, like, I wouldn't be surprised if I walked in there and found hoodies that look exactly, like, the same as one that you could buy at Aritzia, since we were just talking about Aritzia. Um, and like a quarter of the price so yeah like play smarter not harder as they say oh my god this could be my new tagline all right pineapple on pizza underrated that stuff goes so hard um 
I don't know, something about like the sweetness on the pizza, like kind of sus, but also not really. It goes really, really hard with the ham. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Okay, 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 okay. This is the thing. I don't disagree and I don't agree either. I think that like pineapple on pizza can be good, but people act like it's like God's gift to earth. Okay. That's extra. Do you know what I mean? Like people act like it's like, we can't be friends if you don't like pine. It's like, okay. Like, yeah, I get it. Like it tastes good. It's got that like umami flavor, but like realistically, I'm sorry. Umami. What? Umami is like when it's like sweet and salty at the same time. You've never heard that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, I don't know. I feel like people need to calm down with that one. I like respect it. Do I ask for it on my pizza if I'm ordering one? No, I will have a slice do I enjoy the flavor combination yes do I think it's like a need to be crazy about absolutely not so that's just my opinion so overrated um okay craft dinner and ketchup oh. we're speed rounding this but yeah I think craft dinner is underrated underrated oh underrated with ketchup in it yeah yeah, yeah. cold showers underrated in my opinion underrated if it's like to wake up in the morning but if you're going to take a shower, like to take a shower to do the whole shebang, I wouldn't do it cold. Brad Pitt, overrated. I don't really, I need to pull up a picture of him really quickly. Um, like he looks like, he looks like a good looking dude, especially for his age. Ah, underrated. Underrated. Well, he's really good yeah, looking. Yeah, he's good he's looking good. when he's a, well, a younger lad. He's, he's quite good looking. Someone added Aritzia. <laughs> Super puff. Girly pops. I'm about to offend some people. Look, I think it's cute. I think it's cute. But like queens, like they're so expensive and you can buy the same ones like at other places for cheaper, just like a FYI. But they're cute. I would say overrated because everyone and their mom is wearing it, but it is cute. Yeah, um, probably overrated, but I do agree. They're cute. Just a maybe a bit overhyped right now taco bell underrated in my opinion it slops overrated honestly i had it like a couple times and i was just like i feel like i could make a better taco with the old el paso seasoning from metro like not to be rude but yeah that's the way i feel it also doesn't make you feel too good after okay actually facts especially if you have stomach issues okay instagram um it, it can be overrated i'll say that for sure yeah like people act like it's literally their personality like people act like like I, no I don't mean it like that like everyone likes posting on Instagram I just mean like people judge you based off of your Instagram for like how you're gonna be in person like that's kind of a little bit silly and I I've also noticed that like when people like get in disagreements they're like well she unfollowed me on Instagram so it's like over it's like holy why is that literally like the the like line that like it's like oh if you unfollow them on instagram see ya like oh it's over it's over like why is that your first thought yo it's game over apparently so okay y2k fashion uh overrated as freck uh yeah i think we're taking it a little too far these days i've seen some animal print that's a little bit suspicious but i mean i would never judge someone for their fashion choices because everyone has different sense so like i mean go off okay um Everyone's going to come for me that their ears are pierced. I'm sorry, but I can't. I, I'm i going to say it's a little bit overrated only because... No, no, no. Guys, I don't know. Maybe it's just for me. Maybe it's just for me that has no passion or interest to get their ears pierced. But I just feel like it's... I don't know. I feel like I would get so bored just putting in earrings. But then again, like it also looks like it can 
completed outfit, but I sometimes think it's a bit overrated. I mean, you guys look great with ears, but I don't know. Uh, underrated. I love earrings. If I had to pick my favorite jewelry, it would definitely be earrings. I couldn't imagine not having my ears pierced. But then again, Hannah, like you kind of have a point because for your birthday this past year, I was about to buy you earrings because I completely forgot you didn't have your ears pierced. So it's not like I ever really noticed that you're not wearing earrings. So like I get your point. Okay. This one's interesting. Taking responsibility when you're in the wrong. And I think that's underrated. It actually, it kind of feels good. It feels good. You feel like a responsible queen. You feel like you've grown into your own person. You feel like you're a woman kind of feels good like you may feel shitty in the moment but afterwards you're like damn I've I've come a far way underrated I don't there's nothing wrong with making mistakes I feel like people get scared to admit that they're in the wrong but in reality like it's fine like no one's perfect and you kind of just make yourself look a little bit selfish if in like kind of entitled if you can never admit when you're in the wrong like dude like you're not perfect everyone makes mistakes it's fine it honestly does feel good like hannah said because when you take responsibility for your wrongdoings it's showing the person that like you're willing to make a change and you're willing to better yourself how can you get better if you never realize where you fall short uh weddings i i love weddings so i i'm gonna have to say they're underrated (laughs) just because i love them so much and i i don't know i love me a great wedding Okay, yeah, I think a lot of people might say overrated for that one because of the price and stuff. But realistically, like the way I see it is like if you found your soulmate, why wouldn't you celebrate the most you've ever celebrated in your whole life? Do you know what I mean? Like there's not so many times that like you're going to like meet someone that you want to marry, like, you know, so I feel like if you're if you found the one and you want to celebrate that with all the people that you love the most in one night, why not go all out? But I also understand that for some people like a party isn't their priority and they'd, they'd rather focus on the marriage itself. So maybe they want to elope or just like even go to a courthouse or something like that. And like, I totally respect that side of it too. But because I like a party and because I like like celebrations and stuff that I'd say underrated. Luxury items slash designer. Overrated guys. I'm sorry. I like, yo, if you can afford that props, but for me personally, that is not my dream goal here. Like I'm not out here being like, I'm going to make money solely, solely on the purpose so I can buy Louboutins or like a Chanel. Like, yeah, those are beautiful, obviously, but homegirl ain't having it. Like I'm so good with, with my friggin Aldo like <laughs> wallet. Like I don't care. I, I agree. Like, okay. I definitely agree. I personally okay this is the thing like some people really do like those things and I I understand why because like they're great quality they are cute like sometimes not everything designer is cute but some things are cute and like you know if that's important to some people then I definitely understand especially in the sense where like if they want to buy let's say like a designer bag that's going to last them years then I'd say like if that's what's sorry if that's what makes them happy then like you know, make that investment. Personally speaking, I feel like you and I are similar in the way we're like, we don't really care. Like if, if there's something cute that's cheaper and like, just because something's designer doesn't necessarily make it nice in my opinion, because I have like a particular taste, right? So not everything Louis or not everything Chanel would be like cute to me. So I don't particularly like 
care as much. But for someone that does, I feel like there's a right way to do it and like investing in like what's going to last you a while and not just blowing all your money on something just because it's designer and just because you want to flex. No offense. It's again, going back to being financially responsible, like, you know, I just, I don't know, it doesn't really make sense. But if you can afford that, like go off. I just not ain't my thing. Okay, having a big social circle, I think that's overrated. You do not need to have a huge uh, social circle. And as you grow up, you will come to realize that your friend circle will, like, it will decrease. But that's not an issue because then it goes to show, like, who the homies are, like, the real ones. So, um, and that, it makes me so happy, like, knowing who my really good friends are. So, definitely overrated having a bigger social circle. <laughs> I, I back that. I back that. All right. Um, partying, drugs, alcohol, overrated. Um, again, going back to the Friday nights in, love that self care night, you know, that kind of thing. I, I, I get, I love wine. I'll t- definitely cozy up with a glass of wine or two, but definitely, I don't need to go party my ass off. Being busy. I don't know. That could go both ways. I like to be busy. So I think it's, so I, I would say being busy is underrated just because I like to be busy. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think there's a line like when you're starting to be busy just because you feel like you need to be busy because you don't want to be alone, then that's when I think it's a problem. But if you're just busy naturally because you have a lot of things that you like to do, then underrated. Very true. Um, Okay, so health, but like when it comes to like working out and just mindfulness of your body, that's definitely underrated. That needs to be focused on a whole lot more, especially mental health. That's like a huge part right now especially since the onset of the pandemic yeah underrated I think more people need to start thinking about less honestly this is the thing I think people need to start thinking less about what they look like when it comes to working out and eating healthy and more about how long they're gonna live and what their overall health is like because it's not about looking a certain way it's about how long you're gonna live and if you're treating your body in ways that you know like are crappy just because like it's not you know like oh well I I look fine and I'm doing this it's like well you don't know what's going on internally there so yeah um Starbucks drinks overrated I do love Starbucks the pricing can be a bit sus and the drinks sometimes can be a bit sus but I do love Starbucks. I don't know. It can, it's overrated, I feel, though. Okay, so this is another one of those where, like, I like it, but people act like it's, like, crazy. Like, the pineapple and pizza vibes. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Starbucks. I, I do. I really love Starbucks. Whenever someone's like, do you want Starbucks? I will never say no. However, do I think it's, like, needs to be one of those things where it's, like, oh, my God, you prefer Tim's over Starbucks? What's wrong with you? Like, I, I think people take it too far, so maybe overrated. Some people come for me when I say I'm going to get a Tim's coffee instead yeah. of a Starbucks coffee. I'm like, it's not that deep. I just, I'm trying to only spend two bucks right now, like not six. Okay, last but not least, Bloodstones or Bloodstone boots. Bro, those have to be the most overrated things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, overrated winter boots. I see way too many people wear them. Again, I, I'm sorry if you have them. I think they're, you know, great. I guess, but overrated. Yeah, that's it. That was fun. Um, okay, thanks for uh, listening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed. It was really fun. We'll do something like this again another time. Like always, if you have questions, send them in. Um, let me know if you want me to talk about something in 
or specifically next time. But yeah. Bye, guys. See you soon. Bye. Thank you. And take care.